How's it going, everyone? Security Unfiltered, episode 43. So, earlier in the week, I had a guest scheduled to come on and specifically talk about the Russia and Ukraine uh, stuff, all the craziness that is going on over there. Um, Unfortunately, that guest had some technical difficulties and we had to reschedule it for next week. But, you know, I wanted to come on anyways and just talk about it, kind of just give my mind, you know, what I think of it, what I know of what's going on and all this sort of stuff. Um, man, it's really crazy. It's it's wild um, what's going on over there. It's a, it's a big shame, you know, um, it's a tragedy of, of what's going on. Like these people... Um, basically if they want to secure their freedom, if they want to secure their safety, um, you know, and ensure it, uh, they have to basically pack up their cars if they have a car and drive to Poland, drive to basically, you know, any country that is on the border of Ukraine, uh, Romania, um, you know, that's, Man, that that's crazy. I I try to imagine myself in that situation, and um, it's very difficult for me to picture myself in that situation because I've never even been close to that sort of, you know, that sort of situation. I've never even been close. Um, but you know, my wife has family that lives in Ukraine. They live in Kiev, uh, as far as I know. And I have friends that have family over there. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think that my wife's family um, got out of Ukraine. I think that they're actually still there. Um, so that's a whole interesting, different topic um, that I feel that should be addressed, right? Um, and then I have friends that have family over there. And <laughs> they basically, you know, packed up their car with all of their valuables and drove as fast as they could to Poland in the middle of the night. Um, and you know, honestly, like from my perspective, right? Why wait that long? Okay. Like, like really why wait that long? Um, it's been, you know, Russia has been there since like what the beginning of the month, maybe even the end of January. Um, And when I say that they've been there, they've been on the border. They've been amassing troops on the border. They have somewhere around 200,000 troops on the border. And I mean, that's not, that's not a small amount. They're not doing some military exercise, right? Like you can't take them at their word. I wouldn't trust a single thing that Putin says. I wouldn't trust a single, single thing that Putin says or, you know, really any Russian official that's trying to say, oh, it's just a it's a military training activity. Don't worry about it. You know, we're not going to kill civilians or anything. And, you know, to be completely honest, they may not have the intentions of killing um, civilians in Ukraine, right? They may not have that intention, but it may happen anyways, right? Like, it's war. There is... There is chaos in war. There's the fog of war where you don't really know what's going on. 
you know, stuff is happening all over the place. And I mean, shit happens, right? So like citizens are typically, you know, not, not aimed at as uh, being the enemy or trying to be killed, right? But citizens or just civilians, you know, do end up being killed a lot of times. Um, so, I mean, this is just, uh, this is just crazy. It really is wild to see this like unfold, you know, because at least for my generation, right? Like we always hear about the Soviet Russia and their takeover of, you know, um, Eastern Europe, um, and what that kind of looked like, what that felt like what those times felt like from an American perspective, of course. Um, and it's different when you're living through uh, something like this, right? And it's even, it's night and day difference for the people that are actually in Eastern Europe, that are actually in Ukraine. Um, and it's it's a tragedy, really, in my opinion. You know, and, and let's... Uh, take a look at what Putin is actually saying um, as to why they're invading Ukraine. And they're claiming that they're trying to protect Russian citizens in Ukraine that are being subjected to some sort of uh, genocide. And, you know, I mean, that's, that's crazy. (laughs) Right. I I mean, um, I think that he's obviously just, picking anything under the sun to say why he's doing it, right? Um, But, you know, if you look at the history of how Putin has been, um, in my opinion, you know, he's always wanted to get back to the Soviet-era Russia. He wanted, he wants Russia to be a world power that is as strong as ever, that has its grips, you know, in the EU, um, that has influence over the U.S., uh, that is, you know, getting funding from different countries like China and whatnot, right? Um, he wants that. He, he wants Russia to be a superpower. And, you know, I can understand why, right? Like, when you get power, you typically want more of it because the power is good. The power gives you influence, right? And it can be used for good or bad. Um, and I I think that there's some like slogan, right? Like power is intoxicating or something like that. Um, how far will Russia go? So I think personally, I think that Russia stops at Ukraine. Um, I do think that if there's any other, you know, nations over there that were ex-Soviet era Russian territory um, that are not in the EU still, those are are easy. They're they're easily going to be taken over like immediately. Um, I think as soon as you start to get into the EU countries like Poland, that you know, were ex-Soviet Union, um, but are now EU, you know, obviously that that's totally different. Um, and I don't think that he would go that far. 
I, I don't, I, it's really hard for me to believe that he would go that far. Um, the reason being is that, you know, when you're in the EU, you're basically part of NATO. America is a part of NATO. So if he starts invading the EU, um, you know, America is going to get involved. There's a lot of different countries that will, that will get involved. A lot of different funding that will be put towards it. Um, you know, in order to defend Europe from Russia. Um, and so it's really, really hard for me to believe or think, you know, that, that Russia will push past, um, push past any ex Soviet countries that are still not in the EU and go into the ex Soviet countries that are a part of the EU. Uh, it's, it's really hard for me to see that, that happening. Um, I know, you know, there's all these like conspiracy theorists out there that are like, oh no, this is just the start and this and that. Right. Um, I try to be a little bit more on the, the realistic slash optimistic side of things. Um, try to be a little bit more realistic with a dash of, of, uh, optimism. Right. Um, and, I did see some, some videos right on YouTube. Of course, there's going to be some videos on YouTube, um, of, you know, different prepping channels that are like, Oh, we got, you know, we got an email from some agent in the government that says that an invasion is going to happen in 24 hours. Like, yeah, thanks. Thanks genius. Like anyone looking at this situation could have told you, that that was going to happen. It doesn't take anyone in the government to tell you that like, Hey, Russia's going to invade in the next seven days, in the next 14 days. I bet it won't go past the month, right? Like they're going to invade eventually. Even, you know, the American uh, state department, all of Europe and even Russia was telling all of their citizens to get out of Ukraine, right? Everyone was telling their citizens to leave the Ukraine immediately. Um, and they, they, you know, they only do that when they think that there's impending danger to the country as a whole, not just like, Oh, there's impending danger to this one person. It's like, no, this is about to be a war torn country. We have citizens there get everyone out of there so that, you know, we're not forced to go into a war torn country and get you out. Right. Um, that's typically what they're trying to do in that instance. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's just difficult for me to rationalize being in Ukraine. Um, even a couple weeks ago, even even a couple weeks ago, it's very hard for me to rationalize it. You know, I know um, everyone's situation is different. But when your life is in danger, right? When your life is truly in danger, um, I mean, you got to leave. You got to go somewhere else, right? Um, you got to at least try to. 
And for people to still be there or debating it, you know, even yesterday or or the beginning of this week, um, I really think that uh, it's it's too little too late, you know, um, because now you're trying to beat a huge amount of traffic that is trying to leave Ukraine because you weren't alone. Guess what? You weren't alone in your lateness of deciding of when to leave the country, right? And so now um, you're running into a situation where you're in traffic, Russia's invading, you know, there's probably explosions going off around in different areas, right? There's Russian troops around in different areas and maybe they seal off the border, right? Maybe they seal off the border and now if you're still in the country, you cannot leave. Or it becomes so difficult to a point where if you were to attempt to leave, um, you likely wouldn't make it, right? Maybe you die in the passage. Maybe you literally physically cannot make it. Um, This is, you know, man, it's, it's just, it's crazy. And, um, you know, my friends that have family over in Poland, there's bombs going off relatively close to the Poland-Ukraine border, right? But I, I still do believe that they're not going to push into Poland. I, man, that would really be... Um, that would really be catastrophic and a huge misstep for Russia, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, I mean, let's talk a little bit about this because there is a cyber security aspect to this too, right? Um, there was a lot of different reports and we will go into this next week with the experts on the podcast that are very well versed in this area, right? Um, there's a lot of different things going on in my world. There's a lot of different things for me to pay attention to. And honestly, it's been a little bit difficult for me to go deep into any sort of topic in the news, right? Like I know what's going on roughly in Russia and Russia with, with Ukraine, right? Um, but it's not like as deep as the experts that I'm going to be bringing on. And, you know, there was cyber attacks going on in Ukraine for the past month, month and a half. Um, the, I, I guess the cyber attack frequency increased, right? Because there's, there's really always been cyber attacks going on in Ukraine from Russia ever since they started their takeover of Ukraine back in, I think it was 2014, um, which is kind of crazy. I was, I was in college at that time. Um, you know, so there's always been these attacks going on. And I believe recently I heard a report that, you know, they've, they completely penetrated the power grid in Ukraine and they basically, you know, cut the power, uh, throughout the entire country. I heard that for a while, um, or I read somewhere that for a while the lights would be flickering. Um, you know, Russia was, you know, kind of just like playing around with the power grid, playing with the people. Um, and then eventually the power just went off. And I think it went off like last week or something like that, right? Um, but I mean, this is nothing new. 
Um, at the, at the beginning of the month, I even heard that the different agencies that have, you know, postings in Ukraine were already starting their BCDR processes. Right. Um, and if you've ever had any knowledge of any sort of agency, right. Um, even if you've watched any like spy movies, um, there's a process where you basically burn everything. And there might be, you know, a few binders of things that you put with someone that is flown out of the country um, or, you know, transported outside of the country in some critical, you know, critical situations. Um, but 98, 99% of the data is being burned, it's being destroyed, being rendered completely uh, unrecoverable. And I heard that those agencies started that process uh, earlier in the month, you know, first first week or two in February, um, you know, because I, I think that they've learned uh, they've learned from past experiences with <laughs> Russia and the Soviet Union and all that sort of stuff. Right. They've learned that uh, they need to start that process a little bit earlier. They need to identify it earlier on as soon as possible and, you know, adjust things accordingly. Um, because you don't want, you don't want Russia invading today and you're still burning sensitive documents that may have, you know, sources in Russia or sources in Ukraine, you know, of different countries and whatnot. Right. And so I think that they're, they're definitely learning to start that process or they did learn to start that process um, a lot earlier on. And we will, again, we are going to be talking about a lot of this different stuff next week with experts that are very well versed in this field. Um, <laughs> I have a lot lined up for next week and for the future. Um, I think there's a lot of exciting things coming for Security Unfiltered. You know, um, I also haven't put it out there that much. I'm still figuring out the whole content thing, but, um, I am creating a Patreon for this podcast. You know, I'm, I'm reached out to constantly for advice on people's careers, for advice on different resumes and how to break into cybersecurity. Um, all that sort of stuff. Like I am still reached out to almost every day for help in this area. And so my Patreon is going to be focused on that area. If you need a cybersecurity mentor, I'll be that mentor. Or I will find someone that will be that mentor for you, right? That's all included in the Patreon. And there's going to be a lot more stuff. There's going to be exclusive content. Eventually, the goal will be for merch to be on there as well. Um, But we'll see. You know, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff that's that's coming, um, and I think that you guys will really enjoy it. I think, you know, you guys, um, I really want to make this Patreon about everyone and their and their needs, right, for making them successful in this career that I really enjoy. I really love it. Um, so I want to make sure that everyone has the opportunity to be successful, and I think that this Patreon gives everyone a good um, opportunity to really learn how to be successful in this field, 
bounce your ideas off of someone that's gone through, you know, very similar things to you most likely. Um, and yeah, I, I have always found that that would be valuable um, when I bounce my ideas off of other people in the field um, to get their thoughts on different things. Um, I think that this service will greatly help a lot of different people in the area. So with that being said, that's all that we're going to be talking about today. Next week, we have experts coming in to talk about Russia and Ukraine and you know, the fallout from all of this sort of stuff, where they see it going. And we're even going to be talking about the different cyber attacks that were taking place in Ukraine by Russia. So as always, guys, if you enjoy this podcast, the biggest way for you to support this podcast is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Okay. I know that sounds weird. I know you may be listening on Spotify, but leaving a review on Apple Podcasts is really the biggest way for Apple to look at a podcast and say, it's being successful, more people are listening to it, I will promote it a little bit higher in my charts when people search for cybersecurity. Um, with with no reviews, your podcast you know, kind of just stays towards the bottom, right? And so I know that there's a lot of you out there, and I appreciate all of the downloads. Like, the support for this podcast has grown so significantly this year. Um, it's like, it, it blows my mind, right? Um, it's really crazy. I, I'm really thankful for you guys and all the support that, you know, everyone gives me with this podcast. I'm really just trying to make content that is useful, that's interesting, that people actually want to listen to and hear. Um, so yeah, you know, that's by far the best way, leaving the review. Um, if you also want to, you know, share the podcast, maybe put it on social media somewhere. We are now on Twitter. We are now on Instagram. I've been on LinkedIn um, and I always post the episodes there as well. So if you go on any of those platforms and you search Security Unfiltered Podcast or just Security Unfiltered, uh, you will definitely find it. The links to all of those sites are also in the description of this podcast. So thanks, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Next week, we have some awesome guests coming on um, that will be able to go into much greater depth than we did today. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend.